Welcome to the G Spot, the podcast that discusses topics relating to sex, dating, and relationships, with a focus on pleasure, connection, and education. I'm your host, Heidi G, sex and relationship therapist, and I believe we are all entitled to a fulfilling sex life and relationships. The G Spot, the best sex and relationship education you'll ever get. Some people with vulvas experience ejaculating, which is the involuntary emission of fluid. Female ejaculation can happen through stimulating the erotic zone known as the Grafenberg spot or the G-spot. Joining me today to talk more about female ejaculation is Dr. Megan Martin. Dr. Martin is a medical doctor in South Africa where she helps women with all problems related to sex and sexual health. She believes that pleasure is not only a human right, but should be made a priority. She is an executive board member of the Southern African Sexual Health Association, where they provide continuous education to healthcare professionals about sexual health so they can provide better, sorry, so they can better provide for their patients. She was nominated as one of the 120 under 40 international family planning leaders in 2019 by John Hopkins and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Sorry, not giving you much of an intro. (laughs) She has contributed to the Volva Gallery book, A Celebration of Volva Diversity, as the medical expert for the project where she answered questions and busted common myths about vulvas and sexual health. Welcome, Dr. Megan Martin. Thank you so much for having me, Heidi. No worries. I'm so sorry I stumbled with some of the words in your intro there, but... (laughs) Oh, that's not a problem. (laughs) You do have an impressive intro and I really, really do... um, Impressive bio, rather. Um, I really do... um, want to find out a little bit more about the vulva gallery. I know we're talking about female ejaculation, but um, when I read that, I thought, ooh, did she contribute herself? As in, did you take pictures? <laughs> or tell me a bit, a bit about the vulva gallery. So the vulva gallery is actually run by Hilda Atalanta, who is someone who lives in the Netherlands, in Amsterdam. And she, or they, sorry, they, mm-hmm have created an entire gallery of real women's vulvas. Mm. So what they do is they draw like art from photos of people's vulvas. Mm -hmm. So they either send in their vulvas and their vulva stories. So how usually it's how they feel about their vulvas or what they like or don't like about it. And it helps to show the various differences that we all have. Mm-hmm. And I love it so much because I, I even use it with my patients. I bring out my Instagram and I once had a patient who just really, really didn't like her vulva. Yeah. Like as I was about to examine her, she was like, please don't look, it's really ugly. Mm-hmm. And I was like flabbergasted. I was like, what is happening? So I finished the examination and then I sat down with her. And then she told me that her husband hadn't even seen her vulva in the 10 years that they'd been married. Wow. She made sure it was always dark. She oh, was so wow. embarrassed about it. So I had a long talk with her about how she's normal. And we went through the vulva gallery on Instagram on my phone. Mm. And she picked out which one looked like her. And you could see her whole viewpoint changed. Yeah. 
she realized that she was normal. So when when Hilda approached me to contribute towards the book, I like couldn't say yes. <laughs> like like oh no, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I was very excited. So I went through all the like the medical side of things. I made sure everything was medically accurate. And then I was one of the people that contributed towards the common questions and busted some myths. Mm. So you can actually find some of these myths that I've busted on the actual Instagram account Ah. on some of the posts. There are some excerpts from the book there. But no, I definitely recommend getting this book. It's fantastic. Oh, definitely. And maybe we should do a um, a podcast on body image or genital image. Um, Absolutely. But... That sounds amazing, and I know that I've um, I've got some clients actually who have similar issues about um, enjoying sex or being able to enjoy sex because they're so worried about what they look at, like down there. So, mm. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's definitely something that um, I think a lot of women do struggle with, and um, in terms of acceptance and accepting what they look like, and um, I think that we need to get the message out there that you know it's normal. You are normal. You are beautiful, um, and don't be so um, I guess swayed by what we see in um, media or in porn. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But back on topic, another exciting topic, (laughs) the topic that I absolutely love, female ejaculation. Um, So I thought that I would start by asking you, what is female ejaculation? Well, I think like you mentioned earlier, before we talk about female ejaculation, ejaculation in particular, we need to just make sure we're talking about ejaculation for people with vulvas. Mm. Because like we know, not all people with vulvas are women and Mm. not all women have vulvas. So when we refer to female ejaculation, we pretty much we're talking about vaginas and vulvas today. Mm -hmm. And it's so female ejaculation. I was going to say, sorry to cut you off there. I was actually, I didn't know what to call the podcast. I didn't know whether to say female ejaculation, ejaculation from the vulva or because, yeah, I didn't (laughs) want to. You know, because I know that people who, some people who identify as females don't actually have a vulva and it it can be a little bit tricky. So I didn't know what the correct term would be, but we can get into that a bit later. Sorry to cut you off there. No, 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 it's important. So female ejaculation or squirting or gushing or whatever you want to call it is usually refers to the expulsion of fluid from the genitals Mm -hmm. during sex. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's usually associated with an orgasm, but not always. So it is possible to orgasm without ejaculation or ejaculate without an actual orgasm. Mm -hmm. And while we have been like talking about female ejaculation for about 2000 years, there's still very few studies on the actual subject. And usually these studies have all contradictory results. which is a problem. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Especially when it comes to women's health. There's never enough studies. And why do you think that is? I don't know if if it's as simple as saying it's just the patriarchy. Yeah. But nobody seems to care about what the female experience Mm. is. Mm. Like like especially with contraception, like we have horrible side effects from contraception, right? So they develop male contraceptives 
And then during the study, they found out that the men had mood swings and, you know, weight gain and they just didn't feel right. So they just scrapped the entire study. Mm-hmm. So it's it's okay for women to feel that, but not for men. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I guess my the other thing that I'm thinking is that um, there's just this um, thought or school of thought that women have babies. Women are there to fall pregnant, mm. carry, um, you know, carry babies and have babies. So there wasn't a lot of study that went into, you know, women's health, women's sexuality, uh, the clitoris. You know, we just not long ago found out that the clitoris is uh, a bit bigger than what we uh, what we thought. You know, it's not just yeah. what we can actually <laughs> visibly see. So um, whether that's right or not. I don't know, but that's just my uh, my thoughts anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started. Yeah, <laughs> Not go down that yeah. road. <laughs> I, I know, and I'm trying to be really careful with, um, with I guess, the, the language that I use and, and what I say and, you know, hence stopping you before about, you know, female ejaculation or um, vulva or what to actually call this podcast, which, you know, we can get into later. I can talk to you about that later um, because I don't want to um, seem too critical. But as you um, are so passionate and I, you know, mentioned in your bio that you believe that, you know, women have a right to pleasure and that is just absolutely so, so true and that's something that I strongly believe in as well. Um, sexuality is something that I'm so passionate about and um, I try and teach this to my couples and individuals that I see and, um, you know, going back to female ejaculation, um, as you kind of mentioned, kind of touched on, you know, as a sexologist, I find that it's quite confusing. Like the studies that I've done on um, female ejaculation, it's the results out there or the studies out there are just so confusing because it's like, well, hang on, you're telling me that it's this and then you're telling me it's not this and and I guess what I'm talking about is, you know, what is the fluid that actually comes out of the vulva? Is it urine? Some people say it's just urine. Some people say it's diluted urine. Some people say it's um, it's just this sticky sub- substance or it's um, similar to what is found in the male prostate. Can you talk a bit more about yeah. that? Yeah, of course. Uh, when it comes to vaginas, okay, there are three main fluids when it comes to vaginas and sex Mm. so the first one is the obvious one which is the vaginal lubrication Mm. right so where that fluid comes from during sex and during arousal the vagina becomes engorged with blood Mm -hmm. and this engorgement around the around the vagina literally pushes the blood plasma through the vaginal wall in the form of like a transudate and that lubricates the entire vaginal wall So it's not fluid that's coming up from the uterus. Mm. It's the actual vagina that's producing it. Mm -hmm. Then the next type of fluid is the female ejaculation, which is actually different from squirting, according to the studies. So with regards to female ejaculation, it's considered more of a thick, white, milky fluid that's released during orgasm. And this fluid comes from the skein's glands. And these skein's glands are these little glands that produce fluid on the either side of your urethra. Mm-hmm. 
And this gland is also referred to as the female prostate, but like I don't like to call it that. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> the skin's gland. <laughs> so this fluid is only a small amount, only a few mils, and it's not this big gushing that you see in porn. That big gushing is actually more referring to the squirting, which is a much larger amount. And that's, I was going to ask you about that. So what is the difference? Because some people, when they say squirting, they're referring to ejaculation, but you're saying it's different. So what what is the squirting then? So the squirting is, like I said, a much larger amount. Mm. It's a clear, transparent fluid. It's very watery. And some say it can be 15 to 110 mils, but I'm sure you've heard of much, much larger amounts mm-hmm. than that. Mm-hmm. But we're not really sure where this fluid comes from. So with the female ejaculate, we know that it contains PSA or prostate-specific antigen, mm-hmm. and that is a special substance that's only secreted by the skein's gland. Mm-hmm. So there's no urine in that. But when it comes to squirting, it does contain urea, creatinine, and uric acid, which are all components that are actually found in urine. Yeah, yeah. But the studies have actually shown that it's actually that the squirting fluid is different from actual urine. Right. It's very confusing. <laughs> oh, yes. As a sexologist, I find this all um, fascinating, but also a bit confusing too. <laughs> yeah. So, in a French study they did in 2014, they actually did, they took women that are known to ejaculate or squirt mm-hmm. and they performed ultrasounds on them. So, they did an ultrasound. After they urinated, so the bladder is empty, they did an ultrasound during sex or stimulation when the excitement was at the maximum. Mm -hmm. And then they did an ultrasound after the squirting. Mm -hmm. Right. So with the first ultrasound, like I said, they found that the bladder was empty. But then when they did the one during sex, they found that the bladder was full of fluid. And then when they did the one after the squirting, the bladder was now empty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it proves that the liquid is coming from the bladder, but is it urine? That is the question. Yes. And I actually have read that same study and that sort of baffled me as well. I thought, but hang on a second. <laughs> so um, but it's it's good to have you explaining it because um it's I've had a lot of friends actually say to me, Oh, um, you know, when I had sex with my partner, there was all this liquid that came out and I freaked out because I thought that I, I peed. I also, mm. um, have had friends say to me, oh, there was all this liquid that came out and it felt amazing. And going back to something that you said about ejaculation, you know, ejaculating doesn't actually or exactly mean that you've had an orgasm. So I was wondering if you could talk a bit more about that because there seems to be um, this misconception that ejaculation equals orgasm. And I do hear from a lot of straight men, you know, I want to try and make a woman squirt, they say, because that means that, you know, she is, you know, really turned on and I've done my job as a man and, that sort of makes, you know, I guess it's sort of an ego stroking thing. So if you could just talk a bit more about that. Yeah, so I think it's important to mention that even with men, mm. orgasm and ejaculation are two separate things. Absolutely. So most of the time they occur at the same time. Mm. 
And that's why you just assume that they do go together. But as you'll see with the people that practice the tantra, sex, they've learned how to have like multiple organs, orgasms without ejaculating at all, mm. apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yet to experience I'm it. Me too, me too, but I'm curious. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it would make sense with females then that the orgasm and the ejaculation are separate. And you would know that if you've had an orgasm and never ejaculated. So it should work the other way too. Yeah, yeah. And it's good. Like, it's good that we're talking about that because that's something that I try to drum into my clients as well. And it seems like I'm having um, the same talk with um, female clients and female friends. Um, I know with myself, I have personally never ejaculated, but it's something that I would like to try. And I guess I've always wondered, you know, what, what would it mean? Would it mean that I've just, you know, had this amazing orgasm? Knowing, of course, that, you know, like we said, ejaculation and orgasm are two separate things. I just, I guess, never having experienced it, I don't know what it would feel like. So I'm, I'm kind of curious about the, the sensation. But um, just like my clients, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. You can okay, go ahead. sorry. I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> just like your clients. Yeah, but just like my clients, you know, I um, I do practice and I do tell my clients, you know, you got to practice this and this and this and um, I've got to practice what I preach. Um, but what I find <laughs> a little bit difficult um, is relaxing. Because there's that sort of anticipation. Yeah. So sometimes I find that difficult. Um, and I know that I've had clients say to me, oh, you know, how do I ejaculate? Like female clients, how do I ejaculate? And I do give them some tips. Um, and one of them is to try and stimulate the G-spot and by using the come here motion with your finger, as I like to, mm. as I like to call it. Yeah. Um, and I think that it could be a little bit tricky or a little bit difficult to get the right angle um when you're trying to do it on your own but that's just me personally mm. um and it, I find it a bit hard to relax also um what the other feedback I've had from female clients is um I feel like I'm going to pee and then I just stop or mm. um you know, you could have weak pelvic muscles. And as we know, our Kegel exercises are really important. Um, so you could have weak yeah. pelvic muscles, um, which could sort of make it, make it a bit more difficult. Um, do you have any sort of tips on how someone could sort of work on ejaculating? Sure, sure, sure. I can give you my step step by step guide. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll take notes too. Yeah. <laughs> right. So before we start, we need to make sure you know why you want to squirt. Mm -hmm. Is it because you're trying to please your partner? Is it just a performance? Because those reasons are not going to be enough. This has to be about you and your pleasure and you having a good time. Mm -hmm. And like you said, the best technique for squirting is the stimulation of the G-spot. Mm -hmm. And then you have to stimulate it for quite a while. And we're talking about preparing to have sex for at least an hour. Right. So okay. get your head right and your partner must be ready and you must have your stamina. <laughs> oh, ready. yes. Okay. Yeah. 
So before you start, you're going to talk to your partner about it and you're going to make sure everyone is comfortable with it. We make sure it's a safe space to explore. And if you're not into it or you're anxious, it's it's not going to work. So you you cannot force the squirting out of her like mm. the porn tries to make mm. you believe. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, you want to protect your sheets <laughs> with a plastic sheet or large towels because no one wants to sleep in that wet spot afterwards. No. And then... Very important, make sure you go to the bathroom beforehand. So urinate, make sure your bladder is empty so you are comfortable knowing that it's not urine that's going to come out. Then you need to make sure that you understand that this experience is all about exploration and it's not a race. Mm. You take your time, go slowly, like I said, at least an hour. You can even put a pillow under your, your pelvis so you're a little bit tilted. And that can help you hit the the G-spot a little bit easier. Mm. And then we're going to make sure that there's lots and lots of foreplay. So the foreplay stage, at least 30 minutes. And that's with no penetration at all. Mm. You need to make sure that you are properly aroused and that G-spot has swollen up and is ready for some stimulation. Mm. Then when you're ready to start, like you said, you can insert one or two fingers into the vagina. Or you can even use like a a G-spot dildo that's specifically curved Mm -hmm. if you want to do it alone. And then you're going to stimulate that upper anterior wall of the vagina using that come hither, come here motion. Mm -hmm. And and the G-spot is only two to five centimeters inside the vagina. It's not all the way in. So this is not about deep thrusting. Mm. You're going to start slowly and softly. And over time, you're going to slowly have a more and more firmer pressure. And what's very important is now is not the time to get creative. No trying fancy movements. You're going to find a a movement that feels good and you're going to stick with it because repetition is key. And you can also add additional oral play or stimulation to the clitoris, but some people say that they find it a bit distracting. After some time, you might feel like you need to urinate and this can be a sign that you're almost there. So when this happens, I want you to remember that you've already emptied your bladder. You do not need to urinate. So whatever comes out is not going to be urine. And then what I like to say is just, what if it is urine? You know, mm. maybe you and your partner need to just accept maybe it is urine and just let it go. And everyone just needs to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Maybe that will help you process it easier so as the pressure builds you can rock your hips you can squeeze your kegel muscles in a like a rhythm and get firmer and firmer pressure and as the orgasm builds your initial response is going to be to clamp down and hold back and and squeeze you're going to hold your breath please do not hold your breath (laughs) keep breathing deeply relax and just Give in to whatever happens. If you pee, you pee. (laughs) And when you feel that orgasm coming, you can bear down and push, like push your Kegel muscles rather than like pull them and squeeze them up, put bear down. And that can help to release the ejaculate or the squirting. And then when the squirting is actually happening, don't stop stimulating the G-spot. Keep continuing until she literally pulls your hand away or screams stop. Because... There's your opportunity for a longer orgasm or multiple orgasms. Like the possibilities are endless there. So don't just think that it's over quickly because the sport came out. Keep going until you don't want to do it anymore. 
And if you don't ejaculate the first time, that's okay. It's it's like you said, it's all about practicing and just doing what feels good. And then once you've mastered this, then you can move on to trying penetrative sex with other, like with the penis or a strap on. Mm. Like those are advanced moves. Mm-hmm. And if you want to do with the penetrative sex, there are certain positions that can help, like the woman on top position mm-hmm. or doggy style. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Um, I find that, well, what I say to my clients is enjoy the journey. Um, don't be so mm. focused on, you know, we've got to get here or um, on what the goal is because then you just, you don't enjoy the moment. So it's important to enjoy the moment and um, practice and have fun practicing. Absolutely. Mm. And I also love yeah. that you said why, ask yourself why is it that this is important to you? Why do you want to ejaculate? And, you know, when I was thinking about that question and the answer, and my answer to that question, I thought, oh, I think I want to do it because I'm a sexologist and I know that it's possible <laughs> and I just want to see what happens and how it feels. I'm just not yeah. that attached to it. Like to me it's not something I have to do. So that's just so interesting. <laughs> but that's okay. That's valid too. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm still going to keep trying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, I just have one more question for you, Megan, before um, – before we end the podcast, sure. are all vulva owners able to ejaculate? It's a difficult question. Mm. So we all have the anatomy to do it. Mm-hmm. We have the equipment. We have the plumbing mm-hmm. to do it. For some people, it's more about the mind and the body not being able to relax. Yeah. So that that's the hardest part to conquer. Mm-hmm. It can be that your G-spot is just not sensitive Mm -hmm. and that's why you can't squirt. Mm -hmm. For some people, the G-spot might be more sensitive. Some say maybe the, you know, the Kura, the, you know, the wishbone Mm -hmm. that circles around the vagina there Mm -hmm. to the Mm G-spot. It's a little bit further away. What's not as big. Mm -hmm. So the G-spot is a little bit less sensitive and you might have to work harder to even feel anything. I mean, some people feel nothing at all during penetration. Yeah. And if that's the case, it's going to be extremely difficult. Yeah. But if you can't, that's okay too. You can still have great sex and mind-blowing orgasms if you don't squirt. Yeah. Oh, you sure can. Uh, so, Megan, if um, people want to find out a bit more about you or get in touch with you, how can they do that? Oh, absolutely. I think the easiest is you could reach out on Instagram. Please send me a DM. I'm always happy to answer questions. My handle is at Dr. Megan Martin. And you can also go to my website where I write a lot about these kind of topics. It's at www.drmeganmartin.com. Very easy to find me. Just Google Dr. Megan Martin. You should be fine. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time and your um, expertise in this area. It's very much appreciated. No, thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow me on social media at Heidi G Spot and check out the website at HeidiGCounseling.com. 
Join me next time on The G-Spot because the world is a better place when there's great sex and relationships.